0: What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked on Dolphins. Today on the show, it's power to the pod. Your show, your questions, your hot takes, everything pertaining to your Miami Dolphins here on Locked on Dolphins. I'm just steering the ship. What are we talking about today? Let's find out, because that's up to you.
1: You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
0: What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. It is the Tuesday, March 8th, 2022 edition of Locked on Dolphins, which means it is franchise tag deadline day. We've already seen a little bit of action on the tag early this week. Uh, We have a, a headline that's pertinent to the Miami Dolphins based on a potential trade target for the Dolphins. Presumably not a trade target for the Dolphins any longer based on what came out yesterday. And then, of course, Power to the Pod. It's uh, all of your reviews, questions, hot takes, topics. Now, this is a pre-recorded episode, so those of you who do tune in live on the YouTube channel, Locked on Dolphins is the channel. Make sure you like the, uh, the videos and subscribe if you watch. And we're back today. This is obviously a big thing. I was in Indianapolis the last week. I know that poses some challenges for logistics, so we're back in the Dolphins' cave here. And uh ready to tackle power to the pod. And uh feel like my voice uh did well yesterday with the day off. Obviously, your travel and in Indianapolis, and we did like 16 hours of video shooting throughout the course of the week. So the old voice box, it's feeling ready to rumble.
1: I'm feeling frisky. So with that in mind, let's do it. Let's do this thing. Uh Dolphins. Franchise tag of Mike Geseki
0: pending as of time of this recording. It's about 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday night, uh, and if he does get tagged, he won't be the first tight end to get tagged. David and Joku receiving the tag, according to reports on Monday. Uh, there's several tight ends that are in the market for a tag, including Mike Geseki, who's on his honeymoon. He got married, and of course, uh, when you get married in the off season, you take advantage of it. You You go early, and and that way you can enjoy yourself. So, Mike, congratulations to you. Uh, Here's hoping you get some good news on your honeymoon as it pertains to uh, some life-changing money uh, that would be well-deserved, whether it is in the form of a one-year deal to stay in Miami, a one-year deal that turns into a a fresh start, or whether it
1: is a long-term deal with the Dolphins. But. It wasn't all it's not all
0: promising as far as talent acquisition and the Dolphins go, because one player who has been teased as a potential fit for the Dolphins via trade is Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley. And I'm just going to formally ask everybody to grab the Sharpie and cross that name off the list Uh, because Calvin Ridley, it was announced yesterday on Monday, was suspended for the entirety of the 2022 NFL season for betting on NFL games, uh, more specifically betting on his own team, the Atlanta Falcons, in three separate parlay bets uh, to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars back in, I believe it was November. So uh, that is obviously a very serious offense, and the NFL wasted a little time bringing the hammer down. On Calvin Ridley, he will be suspended for the entirety of the 2022 season uh, after he had taken some time away from the team due to personal reasons. So a what is going to be a very tough two-year stretch for Calvin Ridley, uh, the football player, and, and hopefully this isn't the beginning of the end for Calvin Ridley as, as a superb football player in the NFL, but you can probably rest assured you will not see Calvin Ridley, the football player, as a member of the Miami Dolphins in 2022, based on the suspension that he has been served. Uh, Mike Dolphins did claim his merch. So congratulations to him. The, uh, the iTunes review uh, giveaway. Uh, he's selected his item. Mike, I fully expect some kind of screenshot when it gets to where it's going. And I have not reached out uh, to you as of yet to confirm that that order has been placed, but I have seen your choice. I think it's a wise one. Congratulations to you. And uh, I look forward to the next iTunes uh, review giveaway. And uh, we are also going to be giving away uh, some tickets to Miami Dolphins games this season. I'm just saying. So that should be fun. Uh, the reason why this show is not live on YouTube is because, once again, you savages brought an insane amount of reviews that I want to get into on the show. So we will be live again this week, but uh, this just did not feel like the right setting to get back into it because I do want to get all the reviews out. Uh, So I look forward to some interactive shows the rest of this week. Uh, But for the here and now, we're going to start with a
1: review that was left by Mike. Patako, by the way. It's titled I'm Curious. Love the show. Listen every day. I'm curious your
0: opinion on something. We all agree we want Agba back and the Dolphins need to resign him. However, are we confident that he wants to be back? I wonder, because it was reported that a prominent defensive player stated he was, quote, wasting his career playing in Miami with to his quarterback. I think of the possible culprits of that comment, and I keep coming back to Agba. Purely speculation, but who else would make sense? I don't know who makes sense, uh, but I can tell you this with a very high level of certainty. Emmanuel Agba would like to be here. It is my understanding that has been communicated to the team, but it does not seem as though Emmanuel Agba is comfortable with signing a deal that he feels that he and his camp feel are doing him a disservice based on his play the last
1: two years uh, without that being proven to them by hitting the open market. But I Can say with
0: a very high level of confidence that Emmanuel Agba would like to continue to be a member
1: of the Miami Dolphins. Norwood
0: Six, Power to the Pod question asking Who is this year's Trey Hendrickson, player from a mid lower level school who is viewed as a mid to late round guy, uh, but has the tools to become a top performer at his position? in a year or two?
1: This is a great question. Um, Does it have to be a pass rusher? I guess is my first question. If I were going
0: to pick a pass rusher, there's a lot of super toolsy pass rushers that I could point to in this year's class that I like a fair bit. Um, I look at D'Angelo Malone from Western Kentucky, senior bowl kid. Uh, I look at Dominique Robinson from Miami of Ohio as another pass rush kid who I think has really good traits at his disposal, uh, but played at a smaller level school, a little lean, needs to add a little mass to his frame. Uh, Damian Pierce, running back from Florida, is another kid who I think can really make a big leap. I would not be betting against him uh, if I were choosing to, to cho- pick out successful players versus not successful players in this year's class. Uh, Matt Waletsko, North, uh, North Dakota offensive tackle, uh, 6'6", 6'7", 3'10". Very good feet. Uh, I think he's certainly somebody who has developmental tools to, to take some big steps forward. Jacoby uh, Durant, South Carolina State, 5'10". And a half, uh, not a big corner, runs well, very productive. Uh, Sam Webb from Missouri Western. Uh, six foot, 200 pounds, dominated at his level of competition, showcased himself really well at the NFL Combine. Uh, I think there's a lot of players who I think have the tools to be successful NFL players, and that's kind of the the lottery component, right, is it's can you take those tools and put them in a the right environment for him to learn from the right people, stay committed, and really develop his craft, and then have an environment in which he is granted playing time, not this similar from what happened with Nick Needham. Uh, so, uh, nor would I. I would shout those guys out. Kyle, what are your thoughts on the Dolphins double dipping at running back with Brian Robinson Jr. and James Cook? They likely won't be selected till the third or later, but they've got experience in big games against big teams. Uh, here's my problem with this: I think they're both probably third round picks. Miami picks at 100 or 101. So I don't think. I think these guys and their resumes have out, are going to outperform the ambition that you can get one at 101 and then double dip and come back and get the other one. It's a nice idea. You'd probably have to pick James Cook first. Uh, the pass-catching skill set that he has is excellent. I do question how much of a fit Brian Robinson is in this system we're expecting the Dolphins to implement based on um, the history of Mike McDaniel. Uh, but there's some potential there. Uh, Mike Dolphins, you already had your review read yesterday, and you won merch. I will not give you one additional second
1: of airtime this week, sir. Uh, Next review comes from Wayne Stain.
0: Love the show. Listen every day. Fellow Finns fan that grew up in Pennsylvania. Respectfully agree. With the fact that your best friend has the last name Marino, but is a, fit, a Bills fan, that seems wrong. My question is, how short of a leash do you think McDaniel will have on Tua? Could you possibly see him pulling a Flores and pull Tua out of a game that is not going his way in favor of his backup quarterback? P.S. Although it is weird hearing Marino and Bills fan, Listen, to you guys at Draft Dudes, he seems like a pretty good dude. Uh, Joe is the best man at my wedding. He's a phenomenal dude. He's my best friend in the world. And I would, the only thing I would change about him is his rooting interest. Uh, but to be fair to Joe, he did come down to the Baltimore game and said he had an amazing time at Hard Rock State. He said,
1: I would come back in a heartbeat so long as I'm not missing watching a Bills game to do it. As far as McDaniel and Tua, no, I, And I should know better than to say no.
0: And and it's a never say never league with never say never dynamics, right? You you just
1: never know. But I would be as shocked if Mike McDaniel came in this year when his
0: mission quite clearly based on how he handles his opportunities to go in the media and talk about his quarterback, all of his – commentary and thoughts seem to be steered towards building confidence in a young quarterback that has not been shown a lot of faith by the team that acquired him in the draft. The Dolphins in a number of different ways, both directly, passively, indirectly, unintentionally, they've undercut this guy multitude of times. And that doesn't change. The questions that exist with his ceiling, that does not change the areas of his game that he needs to continue to develop and get better. Those are on Tua and Tua, you know, for that growth from Tua is ultimately going to be the ultimate decider of how much success he has as a player. But confidence is a powerful tool. And anytime you listen to coach McDaniel speak, It's quite clear he has been brought to Miami to try to make the most of the fit with Tua with the Dolphins. And quite clearly, he feels as though this is a player who needs confidence. So, no, I don't envision a a reality in which, unless Tua's hurt, he's not the the quarterback behind center. I have a very hard time. Now, you give him the year. You see how things go. I don't think you have to be with a new head coach. You don't have to marry yourself to a long-term fit. Or at the very least, you could begin to introduce some competition after you get a year of an evaluation in the
1: system. But this feels like the the path the Dolphins have chose. And now we're going to see it play out over the next 12 months. At least. And if it goes well, it'll be more than 12 months.
0: Football season is over. Basketball is full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline is the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline.
1: Where the game starts. Waffle Derek. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, sir. I've heard this point brought up
0: by a series of other Dolphins content producers, and I have to say, I respectfully, I agree with them and respectfully disagree with you that we need more than two starters, different starters on the offensive line next year. The offensive line staff we brought in as huge. Offensive line experience as the massive emphasis. Greer has hit on so many of the draft picks, it's hard to believe that three of the five cannot be quality starters have actually developed. Brian Flores' staff never provided this opportunity on the offensive side of the ball. You mentioned the physical ceiling is very high on some of these players. I think we have a few diamonds in the rough with some good coaching. I don't disagree with anything that you said. I want to be clear. But I do think it would be egregiously irresponsible to assume that it's going to happen. And to be fair to the Dolphins and what they did last
1: year, they targeted DJ Fluker. They brought in Isaiah Wilson. They made some minor tweaks to try to get a cheap win on the line.
0: And to sit on your hands, in my opinion, with the guys you have in-house and say, oh, well, the coaching will get them better. Yeah, probably
1: will. But to what degree, what extent, what intensity? There are a lot worse problems you could have in the NFL than having too many good offensive linemen. So if you give those guys those
0: contracts and and you find out that those players do develop and they can be long-term players, maybe a year on the back burner helps them out a little bit, and then you see enough to give you
1: confidence, Trade a guy. Go ahead, take on the dead cap. Or front load the cap now. All you have the room. Or keep the guy who's the
0: established starter and trade the guy who was a hype draft pick after showing some promise and hope that you can get something reasonable
1: for him. I don't think you said anything factually inaccurate. But I feel like we would be doing an egregious disservice to this offensive unit
0: to assume that a change in coaches is going to fix the problems of the last staff, which, I mean, the offensive line specifically, the offensive line coaching was abysmal.
1: Let's be honest, it was. But I don't think you can, can rely on anything there. Just, just like, um, I really like Lynn Bowden Jr. as a player, and this is a different example. I really like Lynn Bowden Jr. as a player. I liked
0: him coming out of Kentucky. I liked what he showed his rookie year with the Dolphins. But if you're going to overhaul the wide receiver room, wide receiver X is the number that you are most comfortable with Lynn Bowden Jr. holding within your group. I think if it's three or higher, I would disagree with you. Because it's the same thing. We've seen Lynn Bowden Jr. play a very small sample size, and I love how hard he's grinding. I love how hard he's working. And like I said, I like his skill set a lot. But that is an unknown that you now have to vet how
1: comfortable you are allowing hold a critical role on your roster. I can't speak for the Dolphins in that regard. SJM in MN, presumably Minnesota. Good morning. First review I've ever left. Nice carrot. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening, though, on a serious note. Just wanted to say we respectfully disagree all the time. Most obvious one is that of Tua. I didn't agree with your draft assessment and continue to disagree with the idea that we that we build a team that plays to his strengths. His weaknesses are too much to overcome, in my opinion, though I still do cheer for him as a fan of the team since 72. I know, but I was only five. I think he's too small. Too left-handed. Too slow, too injury-prone, and panics too easily, causing turnovers. I do hope that he proves me wrong. I'll be more than happy to eat crow. Very reasonable. You know, there's some reasonable concerns here, and I appreciate the fact that your personal view of Tua has not allowed you to taint what your hopeful outcome is for both him as a player and the team as a whole. We're Miami and we have the best weather, and we should open the running game with the passing game and not the other way around, which is traditional, but the other way works too. We have to be able to throw the ball beyond five yards, and Tua can't do it consistently and never will. It's just not physically possible for him. My question is much more lighthearted. I think he could throw it further than five. I just don't think pushing the ball to to the deeper portions of the field is ever going to be a strength. Do you think we can get our logo back if Ross gets ousted? I have so much gear that I used to. I don't have as much gear as I used to because I don't like the logo. It looks cartoony. I uh, thought we disagree, and though we disagree a lot, it doesn't keep me from listening to the pod every day. So please, please keep it up and allow me to keep cussing at some of your
1: opinions. I'm sure it doesn't affect you. Well done, man. This this was a great review. This is an outstanding... Tell you what. SJM in NM. I originally said MN. NM. I'd like you to reach out to me. Send me a DM. Send me a uh, Twitter, Instagram. However you feel as though you can reach me. I'm going to buy you, buy you a little merch with a, a throwback logo. on How's that?
0: S J-M-N-N-M. Please be prepared to prove you are who you claim to be. But I very much enjoyed this review, so thank you for leaving it. And I'd like to buy you something with the old local. Tanner. Kyle, absolutely love the podcast. I admire the fact that you are somehow able to come up with five episodes or sometimes more a week, year-round. I had to come up with a time we disagreed. I'm a big Ted Ginn fan, and I'm sure at some point you voiced your disapproval
1: of him. So there we go. I appreciate what Teddy's become. Teddy was never going to live to the standard that the Dolphins
0: drafted him to be when they drafted him where they did, especially when Cam Cameron came out and handled
1: the questions the way he did. But I think it's, it's very easy to respect, again, for
0: surviving that, to go, ultimately go on to be a player who played in almost 200 career games. Ultimately caught 412
1: passes for 5,742 yards, scored 33 touchdowns. How can you not respect that? Now, did I love to pick at nine? No. But the players that I wanted to pick nine when I was 20 years old, no. Yeah, 20. When I was 20? When I didn't know any better? Wouldn't have been; they'd have been worse players than Teddy anyway. Uh, Dade or
0: David? Greg, you said at the end of the pot on Friday you were all caught up, but didn't hear the below. So just wanted to make sure I'm entered into the drawing. Uh, I have disagreed with you on quite a few things over the course of the time you've been on Locked On Dolphins. Austin Jackson, Noe Banagani. That's why I love your show. I know, know even with the things I might not have the same opinion on, I'm going to have a well thought out and knowledgeable viewpoint. So when I last reviewed. Uh, I don't think this one showed up, but yes, I went back, let the weekend clear, and then took off of timestamps uh, and the date that was posted with each review. Uh, so you were in the drawing, and I am going to actively root for you to win the next time we do a drawing. Uh, rockauto.com its a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high quality service online for the last 20 years. Whether you're shopping for engine control modules, brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet. For your classic or your daily driver, rockauto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, prices are the same at rockauto.com for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com today for all your auto parts needs, and make sure you are right Locked On under How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent
1: you. Amazing selection, will have the low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. May I speak anonymously? Yes, you may. Can't disagree with you much on X's and O's. I listen to the pop because I
0: trust your opinion on player evaluations, but I respectfully disagree with your grade grubbing attitude towards iTunes reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I often wonder if there's a single decision in the last 40 years that would have changed our franchise's fortunes. What would your one redo
1: to secure a Dolphins a third Super Bowl be? You're making me wish I had bourbon. It's probably Drew Brees, right? I wish I could find a way to draw it up so that I could come up with one for Dan Marino. but I would probably point to the easiest one being the addition of debris. Uh, Son of God. Why would it be a good idea to sign another injury prone player like Raheem Mostert?
0: Haven't we learned from DVP? Will Fuller to, uh, to go along with all the injured running backs on the roster. My proposition for signing Mostert is with the assumption
1: that you're not giving him He's not checking the box for you. He's experienced in the system, which a, I think can help other players within the system learn the system. But um,
0: he's also somebody who I think can be had for very, very cheap. And I don't think if you survey the running back landscape, you're going to find too many players with experience in the system who have been productive to any degree at the NFL level who are going to come at a price point that Mostert is going to go for. So it's an economics thing for me. I'm not putting all my eggs in that basket by any any means. Chad, Miami Dolphins. Kyle, who is your favorite Dolphins draft
1: pick over the last three seasons, and why is it Javon Holland? It might just be Javon Holland. Now, granted, this guy has a little something to say with that because of how hard I
0: pounded the table for Jalen Waddle, and then the season that he's had. But uh, Javon Holland as a personality is unmatched. He is so much, so much fun, so much fun and a very, very good football player.
1: Uh, The
0: next one, the question is Zabian Howard trade value. If we can't agree to another deal with X, what do you believe his trade value to be? Am I dreaming looking at potentially trading him to the Cardinals or Cowboys in that 23, 24 pick range? I think a trade that would involve that caliber of a pick is probably going to have to involve a pick swap in which you're sending something back. Uh, It does not sound as though Xavier Howard is going to be on the move. Uh, It sounds like there's a lot of momentum for them uh, prioritizing keeping Xavier Howard in house uh, and making sure he continues
1: to be a member of the Miami Dolphins. Hashtag Wes believes Tua will be great. Realistic draft. Sorry, it's long. Oh boy. Here we go. Let's, let's see what Wes has left for us. Uh, and, and as a
0: point of reference, I have an additional one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 reviews we haven't even touched yet. We might have to do two episodes of power to the pod this week, just to check these damn boxes. I love it though. I love how engaged you guys are in this show. So let's get this one done. This is a mock draft and then we'll, we'll try and tackle another one or two more before we wrap up. And yeah, we're I've already decided we're going to do two episodes of power to the pod this week. That's just how it's going to have to go. Got a realistic dream draft here on the mock draft simulator, courtesy of the draft network, mock draft simulator, hashtag not a sponsor. I would love some feedback. At number 29, Tyler Linderbaum. Surprised he's here, but dreams come true, they say. John Mechie. Not what I was hoping for here, but I do think pairing Mechie and Waddle with a big receiver make a nice core. Jake Ferguson, tight end from Wisconsin. Spicy, but I agree with you that the team is going to prioritize the use of tight ends and pairing uh, with Long. Paints a nice future of what could be. Running back Hassan Haskins at 119. Dude's going to be a steal. 123, linebacker Jack Sanborn, Wisconsin, back on the Wisconsin Bell. Oh, well, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 157, Dare Rosenthal, Kentucky. Uh, Isaac Taylor Stewart from USC. And then Devontae
1: Price at 221 from FIU. I, I think the. There should be nobody
0: who questions the physical skill set of Tyler Linderbaum or John Mechie for that matter. Uh, Linderbaum is a very gifted player, but I do think we on the outside have probably romanticized Tyler Linderbaum a little bit versus the league based on his stature and how much of an outlier he is as a player who is undersized to play the position. I would not be super surprised if he was there at 29. And if he is, then, yeah, I'm probably drafting it. I'm going to let Michael Dieter compete for the left guard spot.
1: Mechie, Alabama connection, makes all the tons, all the sense in the world. He's on pace to be back, I believe, by June.
0: Uh, the question slash concern there is the consistency at the catch point and stuff over the middle of the field. He's probably a guy who's going to have to be a Z receiver who pushes vertically as compared to a guy who's working routes across the middle of the field. Uh, Jake Ferguson, him and Hunter Long would be a really nice duo. Um, I would like a little bit more experience in that room if that's the case. Are we franchise tagging Gasecki and bringing him back? Because then uh, I think you get a really fun group of size guys that can line up in the backfield,
1: can line up at the slot, can line up in line, and then you have Mike as a slot guy predominantly. Hassan Haskins. I'm not sure how well he's going to fit an outside zone system, uh, but I do agree that he's
0: going to be a productive back at the next level. He's a really likable player that runs physical. I think he's smooth. Uh, He might be more of the um, Elijah Mitchell type back, if we're being honest. Sanborn, Rosenthal, Taylor Stewart, Price is a good day three values. I think he did a really nice job with your mock being completely honest. Uh,
1: dun 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 dun. Last one of the day from Kurt. What's wrong with James Cook? Why aren't we talking about him as being a
0: potential fit in Miami? He can run and catch. It's plenty of quickness was the best back in the crowded Georgia running back room. He could shine in a McDaniel offense, especially if he's staying in the third. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, the pass catching skills are excellent. He's got good foot fire, good quickness. Uh, he's not a big guy. I think mean, that's the one thing with James. You wish he was a little bit bigger so he could run a little bit more physical and behind his pads with some consistency. Uh, but he's a guy who I can absolutely see being a fit for the dolphins. If they want to go with a committee and they get a guy with some size and they want to bring back Duke Johnson or, or Philip Lindsay or whoever it is. And bring that next level guy in, James Cook can be that player. I absolutely think so. So I think that's a good call out by you. And I think that's a call, good call out by all of you who turned into Power to the Pod. As we start this week off, right? Look for the franchise tag reaction tomorrow night, or tonight, I should say, for the Wednesday show. And then we'll get another Power to the Pod this week, and we'll hope to get two more episodes of your standard programming as well. So uh, Kyle Krabs.
1: You guys enjoyed? Fins up. Make it a good one. Keep it locked in. Are you're Locked on Dolphins.